Hi there, welcome to Let's Talk Tottenham. We've got Man United on a, a Saturday uh, after a win against Burnley. Uh, just pick, I picked the wrong video to start there with a the countdown, not the intro, but then mind we'll gloss over that. Uh, joined by Eugene and Bob. How are you doing, guys? Yeah, fine, fine. Yeah, I was memorizing the video, you know. <laughs> I, I'm afraid you have a quiz after that. <laughs> yeah, that's good, yeah. Uh, Bob didn't do too well because Jonathan Blondell wasn't on. Yeah, you know what? That's your challenge. That's your challenge, mate. You need to do a a, a quiz where the answer is always Jonathan Blondell. See if you can do that. See if you can do that. I, I, I might struggle with that, but uh, yeah, both these guys got their own YouTube channels. Uh, you know them by now, uh, but we'll go through them anyway. Spurs, uh, Spurs, you Asian TV, Eugene. Uh, you doing a crazy yeah. stream this weekend for the United yeah, game? Or it he's back. Late? He's or, back. Or... Uh, yeah, I had Wi-Fi issues for the past ten days or so, so it's, I'm very pent up at the moment. Not, not able to do any streams. Right, so let's hopefully I can let it out today on on Chris stream. Right, uh, but uh, I won't be doing. No, I'll still be doing the same Sunday Sunday stream. Right, it will go on for about three hours normal time. Right, uh, because the game is on Saturday, so let's yeah. hope that uh, we have a positive three hour, uh, you know, kind of a show on 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 Spurs Vision TV. And uh, just to let you guys know, uh, for the people in Asia, daylight saving will be kicking in. Right, so uh, one p.m. GMT will be nine p.m. Malaysian time, yeah, and I'm not sure about the Indian time and the Australian time and the Pacific time. I'm not sure how, how they adjust that. All I know, my time will start our show at 9 p.m. Uh, from now onwards until daylight saving is over. Yeah. Excellent. And Bob Spur TV, uh, people don't know about that. Where can they find that? Yeah, Bob Spur TV on YouTube, currently doing one, maximum two videos per week. I am uh, doing the Wolf special on a Saturday where we speak about Spurs, but other subjects as well. We've talked about the ESL previously, the World Cup, just recently about the morality of the Newcastle takeover. I will be doing one on the women's football uh, uh, coming up. Not this Saturday. I am absolutely getting wasted with Brian Daigle <laughs> and friends, so there won't be any video this Saturday. Uh, but also do the day after the day before show, which will be on a Sunday or Monday, actually, this week, this, uh, next week. Speaking about the uh, hopefully a very good Man United win uh, against as usual, the YouTube links and the Twitter handles will be on the description, both for the audio podcast and the live video uh, and the replay video as well. So make sure you go and check those out uh, for this video. Make sure we hit the like, make sure we hit the subscribe all helps grow the channel. Uh, before we get into United, Eugene. Uh, we beat Burnley 1-0 in the uh, Carabao Cup. I mean, do, do you see a cup run going? It was 1-0 against Burnley, always kind of difficult to break down. There weren't a huge amount of shots there, uh, but they aren't doing that well. But uh, it, you're, you're kind of known on these these things. You kind of do a rallying cry of be positive. So are you positive about a cup run or, or is this Spurs and they've uh, <laughs> ground you down a little bit? Oh, to tell the truth, guys, uh, I saw that whole match, right? Burnley was really, really bad. I think they are somewhere with Newcastle level at the moment, right? And somehow or another, we still couldn't score. But we did take our chances. At last, at least Mora got his headed goal, right? And this headed goal, he didn't have to jump too high for it. It came to him. And he scored, luckily, right? If not, I think we would have gone to penalties. But uh, we were very much the better team. Even though we had a hybrid of the uh, first 11 that came out in the first half, 
And slowly, slowly, we more or less put out our first team by putting and play, by pulling out players and putting in our first teamers in. And we got the win, but unless we draw Sun, unless we draw Sunderland in, I mean, unless we are, we are, we are, we we call a place with Sunderland, right? Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to do do too well. In I don't, we're not going to cup run, you know. Uh, after the game, I put out a message there, right? We look lost, right? Uh, we don't know how to attack anymore, and. Mm. I don't know whether that's a player problem or that's a coaching problem, but hell, there's a big problem in our club at the moment, right? And that brings me the playmaker uh, problem. Uh, no, it's, I, not even to say the lack of the playmaker problem. You know, it's like somehow or another when we get the ball, right? We tend to like to keep the ball with us and not bring it anywhere and keep it there at one spot. You know, and you know your your opposition net is on the other side. You know, it's like we don't have direction. You know, the goal is in front of you, not in the center circle and not behind you. That's all. Mm. No, I don't know what they're doing at the moment. I really don't know. No, but yeah. like maybe what Tommy says, right? Uh, Nuno's tactic is to win one zero every game. So I don't know. Uh, it looks a bit weird for me. You know, being a Spurs fan all these years, uh, you know, we will go out and smash three, and then we will get hit back by three. Right? We are so used to that. You know, ding dong, ding dong, back and forth, back and forth. But now we play. We just hold the ball. It's just a dong, 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 yeah. dong. dong. <laughs> Uh, Bobby gets what I'm saying, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, got a comment from Adam, oh, no. always on the Spurs channels. Uh, how are oh, you doing, Adam? Cheers for the support. 4-0 yeah, yeah, Tottenham. Uh, oh, Adam, you're setting yourself up for a real big fall there. <laughs> if you think oh. there's any possible truth to that, I'm hoping the emojis prove that that's you just joking. But um, we'll get on to United in a bit, Bob. Burnley, uh, there was a mix of first-team players and... Um, I guess, uh, backup players. So I think yeah. it's safe to say now that the uh, gambles Nuno has made in the Conference League with playing all of the uh, backups is over. You can't um, trust them anymore. Uh, do you see a cup run going? How did you see the Burnley game going? And, and we'll get on to Kane a little bit later. I saw his, yeah. his uh, one of his shots, uh, which went miles wide uh, left foot. I mean, yeah. there's... I mean, it's a constant discussion about Kane on, on these streams, not just this one, but all Spurs streams. Uh, yeah. Something's not right there. But in, in terms of what Eugene says there, the attacking, West Ham, easy for West Ham. Certainly that second half, it was like a football team. All they have to do is move from side to side because that's all mm. we do. But uh, what do you think of the Burnley game? Uh, do you think there's a cup run coming? Or do you think it's just um, you scrape to win? Like Eugene said, it's, it's uh, draw-dependent as well. See who we play, because there are dangerous teams out there. But I'll be honest with you, I fell asleep. 30-odd <laughs> minutes in, I <laughs> fell asleep. And I can't remember the last time I fell asleep during a, a Spurs game. Maybe because it was a cup game. Maybe it was Burnley. You know, they, they had their tactics. They were there for the taking. But like, again, what Eugene says, there's no, there's no oomph about our football. I don't know how else to explain. There's no oomph, there's no go, let's 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 go for it kind of a um, feeling about how we play at the moment. They were there for the taking and, and again, it had to take a couple of big substitutions to for, for, to come on, uh, to, to be made for, for us to go up that extra gear, which shouldn't be the case. I mean, it's, it's evident, it's, it's clear now that our second stream, our B team, our backup team, our shit. Um, so um, <laughs> it's uh, it's it's a case. It's, it's it's a case now. Do we go for the jugular in the Carabao, where there's what, three games away from winning it, 
or do we go full throttle for the conference league because we can't do both unfortunately if we are going if we're going to win either cup we're going to have to play our full full strength team or something that looks like a full strength team and our depth isn't there our depth isn't there so do we go for the juggler in the carabao i suppose the only silver lining is is the fact there is only three games so it shouldn't take that much mm. And, and one of the big hitters that the, the team who it might as well be named yeah. after are out. Uh, and like you say, yeah. only three games left, which obviously is a lot easier to win mm. than the um, Conference League. But uh, yeah, yeah uh, like you both said, if we end up drawing, I don't know, Chelsea in the next or Liverpool, we're going to draw round, Arsenal. We're going to draw Arsenal. Which <laughs> really stars. Oh, West Ham or something. But guys, do you know what's get me the most? Burnley made Davis look good. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was shocked, and I was going, "Okay, Davis is doing well today." You know, I was going, "What the hell's going on here? That's not right." <laughs> yeah, so I mean, if Burnley can make Davis look good, right? So I don't think they are anywhere. I mean, at our standard, right? And like what Bob says, you know, we had no oomph. We should actually smack them. And I, the first chance that we had, you remember who uh, who uh, who put Kane through? Uh, was it? Uh, Lacelso, I, I think. Ah, Lacelso put Kane yeah. through, right? And what did Kane do? I, I don't know what he was doing. He just ah, he wasn't even on target. Come on, he what, always what, what hits the think? target. He always hits yeah. the target, doesn't he? What, what do you think right is wrong with him, Eugene? Um, Kane. He, he looks to be snatching at chances. Do you think it's uh, that what happened in the summer and the reaction of fans after the refusal to train has affected him? Do you yeah. think it's a lack of attacking, like you said? I mean. Uh, Adam has said you summed up perfectly. That's the lack of attacking. Uh, unfortunately, he was joking. He doesn't see how we can win the game. And Dara, Hayden Dara, thinks it's going to be two one United. That's not the scoreline. That's the shots on target. Um, uh, possibly. But yeah, what, Eugene, what, what do you think is wrong with Kane? Do you think it's a combination of all these Kane, things? Do you think one thing is standing out as that's the issue? I think Kane is burnt out mentally, physically. He needs to go and see a psychiatrist. There's something up here that's not clicking in at the moment. I think uh, losing the uh, European Cup final, I think that was a very hard hit on him, right? Mm. So and being tired and come on, we have we don't have a backup striker. He's been played like what three thousand games in the past two years, right? <laughs> so what do you expect from him, right? And the way Nuno is playing his game now, uh, it's not much better than what. Jose did last time, okay, and to tell the truth, I think it's either he's lost or Nuno is lost. Mm. Nuno is not playing to his his, his strengths, uh -huh. right? Yeah. Uh, but plus all the mental issues, mm. I think that he's going through the Man Man City issue, the losing of the European Cup final, right? Being overplayed, not getting what he wants, the fans jumping on his back when he didn't turn up for training. Uh, it does. I mean, come on, guys. He's still a human being, right? That's one thing I have to say. Being a human being, uh, if we put too much pressure on him, he will have a crack or two. So I guess uh, that's it's showing now. I guess it's showing now, right? Mm. And I yeah, guess the desire. I... The most important thing is the desire. It's no not more there. I think last time maybe if the desire is stronger, you can overcome that mental problem, right, and perform. But I think the desire is gone down so the mental part has overtaken the desire so go and see a psychiatrist kane please 
please. Right. I, I, you made a good point there. I don't think Nuno helps because uh, we were obviously defensive, uh, Bob, under uh, Jose, but Jose was defensive with a view of getting the best out of Kane and Son. Obviously not in the traditional sense because Kane dropped deep and then Son became the striker. Whereas now we're defensive and Kane seems to have been told, stay up top. But without a playmaker or anyone to pass, I mean, essentially last year, Kane was the playmaker. And, you know, we're defensive and not getting the best out of who are our best two players by quite some distance. So I, I think with, with the whole training thing, I think he made an error in judgment there, thinking that, you know, fans hate Levy more than anything. So I can do what I won't go against Levy. They'll back me. But then he's forgotten about the fact that the badge on the shirt is more important than Levy, Kane or anybody. Uh, but then the fact that he, that he got clapped against Wolves when he came on, I think that probably shows him that, OK, they'll forgive me if I score goals. But, I mean, he's snatching at chances. And I think it's a confidence thing, whether that comes from it's in his head and, and mental stuff like Eugene talks about, or whether it's just because he's not getting the chances and chances are really few and far between. But what do you see as the mm. issue with Kane there? I think, I think uh, and I've gone on record to say this a few times, what he did at the beginning of the season, I, I thought was out of order. Thought he was petulant. I thought he was childish. Totally disagreed, but I could understand why he did. He did. He didn't want to be at the club anymore. I understood that, but I thought the way against it. What he did do, though, is give every single Spurs fan a chance to point the finger at his his um, his professionalism and his dedication to Spurs. What well, he's been through droughts before, and he's been off form before, but we. No Spurs fan could ever point the finger at Harry Kane and says, your heart's not in it. Whereas by what he did early on the season, it's allowed every Spurs fan to build their narrative. For me, again, I've said this, he's our best player. He's one of the best strikers in the world. We should be building us a, a team around him. Now, as for Nuno, it's if he could play up front on his own, he could play that number nine, and he's great at bringing players into play. But only if he's got players running either side or a Deli Alley, peak Deli Alley running uh, behind him, because we all know what he can do at the, if, he, if, if he does come deep. But the full, unfortunate thing is, because we're so defensive and because the likes of Sonny and Lucas are so dedicate, dedicated and, and, and want to help out the other way, he's, he's left stranded up front. We don't have those runners anymore because they're too busy doing the defensive work for, for Spurs. So, um, and by the time late on or later on uh, in the game, like Sonny and Lucas at uh, Bergwijn are absolutely shattered because they, they're doing the work that way, where it should be a case of, right, can you stay up front? Stay up front because you have got the likes of Lucas and Sonny going either way. We don't have that anymore. The, the most iconic uh, goal for me personally from last season, Jose's era, was the goal against Arsenal where it went, uh Celso to Kane came to Sonny and he had Lucas running the other way Sonny running through and scoring that that screamer that it was it was from one end to the other in three passes we don't we don't see that we're, we're defensive all very well but we don't have that counter-attack in us anymore mm -hmm. as well and that is where Harry Kane's struggling at the moment he's not getting the service and when he does get the ball it's very rarely he's got players running behind him um and yeah. it's making him look shit it's making the team look shit um, so, um, but again, I go back to what else do we expect from a mediocre manager who's come from a mid-table mid team? Yeah, I, th I think being defensive is absolutely fine, 
you have to have an attacking threat going forward. If you're just sitting back, sitting back, it, it's terrible. But uh, Craig Bowler's got in touch. Hi, Craig. Good point by Eugene. His confident guy his confidence does seem low. It was another final that he could not make an impact in. He was in Cellini's pocket the whole game. Great point. He was disappointed by that. Yeah, great uh, point, great. Yeah. And uh, Adam says, uh, our attack is too sloppy as well. They look like they're making it up as yeah. they go along. I mean, that, that kind of goes to both of your thoughts on does Nuno have a bit of a clue? But uh, I, I think against West Ham, it was always going to be difficult. Newcastle, the, the amount of room that people like Undon Bele had to turn, he could have, I've said this before, he could have got the ball, gone to the cinema, come back after two hours and then got back on the ball and he'd have had more room than he had in the first place. West Ham was never, ever going to be like that. And the lack of a playmaker is killing us. But that brings us to United. The last four games, they've been conceding goals all over the place. Gary Neville showed a clip on um, yeah. Monday Night Football or one of his punditry things where they were essentially playing with five forwards in the line, no midfield and five defenders in the line. And you can have the five best defenders in the world, but if you've got no midfield supporting them and helping them, they're going to get exposed. I cannot believe that Solskjaer is going to play that way again. Uh, you, you saw what happened with Villa and Newcastle when we had space, Sun and Kane, certainly against Villa. Sun tore them apart yeah. and, and Kane against Newcastle is the best performance by quite some margin. And my, my big worry about this, Eugene, is that but we've been here before, haven't we? You know, Arsenal, terrible, terrible. Keep Arteta in, in in charge. We'll beat them when we come when they come to us, and then we don't show up. We we don't show the correct attitude. They go and beat us. And I I can't believe I, my big worry is that we'll think, oh, United will still play with that. There'll be so much space in that midfield. We'll be able to run by over them, and then they won't take them seriously enough. Man United will change their approach. Solskjaer will change his approach. And then we won't have any answers. Uh, how, how, do you think United will change their way of playing? For me, they have to. I think the Liverpool result is a straw that broke the camel's back. You, you can carry you can carry on playing like that and conceding goals like against Atalanta and having Ronaldo score for you and win the game. But five 0 against your big big rivals at home, I think that's a kind of wake up call. Okay, we can't carry on like this. But how do you think United will approach uh, the game uh, tactically, Eugene? Uh, I think. This Saturday's game, right? It will come down to one thing again: the desire, right? Uh, our boys are home with the home fans on their back, right? If they do well, show some desire that they want to win, or you know, at least show something. Okay, then maybe the home fans will back our boys, right? But like I said, every match that we go into, I always give positive energy to Nuno and the team. But uh, for the past few games I've been watching, it's very difficult to go there. But I'll still try to go there. Right, but when it comes to United, I think they Ole will have to change, right? Uh, his tactics and his uh formations and all that. But uh, when they lost Varane, I think they've uh, somehow or another Ole has lost his defense, okay? Uh, relying on Ronaldo and Bruno to score the goals. But if you can't defend, right, don't forget, guys, uh, in the last two games in the Premier League. They've actually conceded nine, mm. four against Leicester away, right? Five at home against Liverpool. And to tell the truth, if we face Liverpool, right, I'm dreading that too. If we don't wake <laughs> up soon, okay. But uh, not to say anything else, uh, based on individual talents, uh, I think we are quite even on that score, right? Uh, not to say that uh, do, 
we are writing off Ronaldo, but uh, there's been rumours going around that actually Ronaldo is the one keeping Ole in his job now. Right? He's mm. come out to say that, you know, we still trust Ole, uh, but there, there has been some dissent in the back room. I think maybe Pogba is not happy, but, you know, clash of egos are coming in again. And let's hope it continues with them until this Saturday. So we at least can take <laughs> advantage of it, right? And at least win by one goal, right? I think if we win, we'll win 1-0 again. That's how I see it, you know? Going back to, you know, Tommy. Tommy says that, you know, that's how Nuno sets up his team, right? Just to get that one goal, right? But uh, against United, if you do that and you give space and chances to Ronaldo, Cavani, you know, Pogba to do their thing. Oh, but, oh sorry, Pogba won't be playing because he got his red yeah. card, right? Yeah. So, so uh, let's see how it goes. Uh, confidence and what called the mental side of it, I think United will be being pumped up because after the 5-0 loss to Liverpool, Ole will have to pump them up, right? And for us, we are back from a win at Burnley, right? Don't, guys, don't forget, United had a week to prepare for this. Uh, we still had to play Burnley, right? Uh, let's see who will be fitter, fitter at the end of the... I mean, it might come down to the last 80 minutes and we're still 0-0 and let's see who wants mm. it more, right? Yeah. That's how I see it. But for all you know, we could go out, came to score a hat-trick and we'll all love him again. That's all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you think of the game, Bob? Like Eugene says, uh, United have had a week to think about it. So that can either go two ways, can't it? You know, they've had a week for... 5-0 loss to Fester, destroy their confidence even more, or a week to go, right, is this is the bat, worst it can get, it can only get higher, and we've got a really rally round. But I think it, on the proviso that we play the same team that started against Newcastle, if, if, if United play like they did against Liverpool, they'll probably score against us, but then Undombele is going to get space, Kane's going to be able to drop deep to get space, because that's where it'll be, and some will be making the runs and possibly have a field day. Mm. So it could be absolutely anything, and I, I, I'd back us to win that. If 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 he sorts that midfield out and gives the support to the defence, they've still got that attacking threat. I mean, any team with a Ronaldo in it has an attacking threat, regardless of how they're playing. But then they'll be slightly difficult to break down, and as we saw against West Ham, side to side, side to side, side to side, hardly any passes forward. But how, how do you see it going? How, Firstly, what do you think Oli will do in terms of his tactics and his team selection? And B, what, what do you think that how that will affect Tottenham? Well, they've not been able to sort out their midfield all season, have they? And, and Gary Neville, think of you what you want, but he, he's right. He, he he called it, didn't he? He goes, look, it's all, it's all great getting these points on the board, but when we come up against Leicester's, the Leicester's and the Liverpool's, that's where I'm going to, that's where I worry. That's where he worried that they're going to get found out, and they have. And they have. Now, if I'm making the argument uh, or, or, or the opinion that why are we expecting more from Nuno, why should Man United expect more from Ole? You know, what has he got in his CV to state that he is the man who can who can get more and, and a better formation and a better playing identity from, from United? You put any manager in charge of those front three, a, a Ronaldo, a Cavani, a Greenwood, a Rashford, a, a Bruno... <laughs> You don't. There's not much of a team talk you have to really do there, apart from go out and do your shit. So um, it's it's and it's and it, and it just shows that he, he probably hasn't had to. It's the it's the team behind them that that are really struggling now. We'll probably they probably play a, a McFred in in midfield. Uh, will Matic come in to give that extra experience? I know there's been a lot of talk about within the 
allegedly within the Man United squad asking Solskjaer why he's not playing Matic, whereas uh, there is quality there and certainly that experience there. Um, I don't know, mate, with regards to Oli, I don't see what he's... He's finished second in a season where the big teams were poor. You know, he did lot paper over a lot of cracks. Um, what what is he going to do tom- uh, tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. evening. Yeah. It's um, I don't know if he's got it in him to to make those clever substitutions, make that game changing team selection or formation that's gonna that's gonna that's gonna pull him through. Um, yeah. I expect Spurs. Yeah. Do you do you think the players are still playing for him? I mean. Uh, I mean, it's obviously a bad loss against Liverpool, and, and but you know there were no one tracking back really. Ronaldo's not yeah. going to track back, but Fernandez was pretty much standing there, goals yeah. going, it's arms in the air rather than you know kind of come on, come on, let's sort this out. Uh, do you think they're playing for him, and that's why they've got? Um, or, or, sorry, do you think they're not playing for him, and that's why they've got so many gaps and just look completely disjointed, or do you think it's a complete tactical issue? Yeah, I, thought, well, I think uh, the, the, the the word is that they love him as a person, they respect him as a as a legend of the, of the club, but they've lost all confidence in him as a as a manager. That's what we're hearing from the Man United camp, and you can understand that. You can understand that. You know, when you've uh, uh, when you've got, although he wasn't successful, but when you hear hearing tactical and and team talks from the likes of a Jose or a, or a Van Hal to now someone who, with all due respect, has been in charge of Cardiff and Mulder. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're not going to get the same team talk. And that's what I say about Nuno as okay. well. When you got when you got players hearing tactical analysis from the likes of a Poch uh, and a Jose, to then hear it from a Nuno, you're not going to get the same effect. You're not going to get... No. And they're all human, all human beings. You're not going to have that level of respect for... And it's not not fault of the individual. There, there are human. You're not going to listen to a Poch and a, and a Jose the same way you're going to listen to a Nuno, unfortunately. Yeah. But the sad part is, right, Bobby, right? Uh, sometimes I feel like, why are the players playing for the manager, right? They should be playing for the club, playing for the fans, right? That when they get so, so much, much money, then... Yeah, because they, they get so much and, and money, support they you, right? and yeah. it, the, the, To tell the truth, the manager should be just put aside. Right, the manager should be some something to, to you know for you for them to rely on tactics, you know, advice, you know, how to do the things that they need to do, right? And when you play for when you play the ball, a game called football, you should be playing for the club, for the fans, right, and not the manager himself, right? But yeah. nowadays, I think a lot of players don't see that anymore. Yeah, they're, they're just playing for the check that comes into the you know the transfer that goes into True. the bank account, True. right? So that's why uh, I don't know. The new generation of players, right? Uh, mixing with the old one, those who are willing to put in the effort have actually lost the faith of putting in the effort because you say, even I'm being paid the highest, I put in 120%, right? But the rest of them are just giving 30. What am I going to do? Exactly. I can't do anything, right? I, I'm not, you know, you know, it's no more like the olden days when Pile says, you know, just give me the ball and I'll score the goal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need the rest of you guys. You guys can just stand around and watch, yeah. right? Yeah. It doesn't happen anymore like that, right? Maybe we need a player like that, right? Just to take mm-hmm. the ball and run, and go 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 where go where the goal direction is instead yeah. of going backwards. Well, that's uh, Sun, right. isn't it? But he doesn't get the ball. But uh, uh, in no, terms I, of Man United selection, Craig here has said Pogba not available. Probably help Ollie. Can't overthink yeah. things with this player selection. Try and fit everyone in. Which we'll come to Ronaldo a little bit later. 
Uh, Tanganga should be playing against Ronaldo. I think he can keep him quiet. And if you remember from when Jose first took over, the first thing he did with Tanganga was uh, tell his coach this boy kept Ronaldo quiet, albeit friendly. But um, would, you, would you start him, Bob, over Voyle? Uh, or, or in centre, centre, or, or just start him in the defence and say, right, Ronaldo's your guy, stay with him. Well, Tanganga got a lot of compliments uh, for his bulge in his shorts against uh, Man City the first day of the season. Um, <laughs> everyone realised it was actually Sterling and Grealish in his pocket. So, uh, yeah, yeah, I, th- I think Tanganga. Uh, you know, I, I don't asking. Emerson to be defensive and, and be a bit more pragmatic and, uh, and and keep an eye on Ronaldo might be a bit too much for him. I've not seen enough of him to think he could do that. Whereas Tanganga, we've seen it. We've seen it. Mm-hmm. So um, I think, yeah, but what Ronaldo has, if he doesn't get any joy from one one side of the uh, 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 flat, uh, flank, he'll just go to the other. Um, he's world class. He's world class. Whatever you say yeah. for Ronaldo. But the thing is, I, I would love Eugene. I would, Ronaldo's going to play through the centre. I would love him playing on the on the left side because, yeah. as we know, Ronaldo does not track back. And as we saw yeah. with Orvia last year, particularly against Arsenal with Tierney and uh, I think Odegaard, uh, because Bale wasn't tracking back and helping Orvia, it was always two on one with Orvia. And no matter how good you are, if you've got that constant pressure every two minutes, getting two on one against you. You're going to make mistakes because the concentration levels aren't going to be that high. So if Ronaldo plays on one of the flanks, that's where you go as a Nuno, as a Nuno and a Spurs player. You go down on the flanks, and you obviously you don't want to lose the ball, and then Ronaldo is completely mm. free. That's where your your tactics come in on how you um, sort things out if you do lose the ball. But in terms of going forward, and that that brings me to this, Eugene, if if United do play this open game again where they've conceded nine goals in two games. Will Nuno sit back or will he say, right, they're there for the taking. The way you beat this team, if they're open, is you go and attack them because they'll give you space and space and space. But as you've said, Nuno wants to win 1-0. So will Nuno stick with, we're winning 1-0 in this game or will he see the game and then go, okay, we can adapt? Because I'm not sure he can adapt that well. Um, What do you think? Uh, To me is that I hope, right, Nuno will go out and attack because we are home. You know what I'm saying? Mm. If we are away, then it's a different story. Okay, we're at home. And if he does that, right, I don't think the, the fans are going to like it. And if the fans start being negative on the, I mean, in the stadium, right, I, I'm afraid it might affect the players, right? As, especially now, you know, we, we do see our players being very, very fragile, right, on the way they do things. You know, we are very, very good against teams that are weak, all right? And somehow or another, we just scrape through most of the time. Right, not going out there and dominate and smack them when they're weak. We should have done that to Newcastle, right? And a very poor Villa, we didn't do that too. And a very poor Burnley that we didn't do uh, yesterday, right? Or two days ago uh, mm. on Wednesday, mm. right? But whenever we come up against strong opposition, right, uh, we tend to crumble in the end. That's what my fear is. But uh, at the moment, I don't even know how to judge Manchester United being a strong opposition or a weak opposition. Yeah. I'm confused here. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? They have all the talents in the world, right? With Ronaldo, Cavani. I mean, you know, they have the talent there, right? But they're not performing. So somehow or another, I think they are more or less in the same boat as us. Both boat as us, like Bobby says, you know, what do you expect from Ole, right? Yeah. Cardiff, Molder. Then coming to MU, right? It's not to say that he came from uh, uh, Real Madrid or Barcelona and he, he hopped on, right? And what do you expect from Nuno, right? Wolves, Valencia, 
right? And some other few Portuguese teams that I can't even remember. Then he jumps into our team and he's not even the first choice, right? He more or less was the seven or eight or nine or 34 or 30, 352nd choice. Yeah, 474th, I think you see. Yeah, 474th choice, right? So like you said, the respect. That's why my biggest fear is, right? Like what Bobby says is that do our players respect Nuno enough to do what he wants them to do? That is my biggest fear. And I've been seeing it. I don't think so. And I think I keep I think even Son is losing it a bit nowadays. Right? He's not when he was, you know, when Son used to play for Jose, it was different. When he get that ball, right? He would do his left foot, right foot over the ball, and then he'll just go straight down the line, carry the ball forward. Now he gets the ball, he stops, he looks. What am I gonna do? It's like he's lost again. Yeah. Somehow or another, you, our place you, lost. Do you, do you think that's something to do with the fact that under Jose, like we said, Kane dropped deep, that was the plan. And he's the, he's the one who can find Son with an inch perfect pass, whereas now there's no one to give him that ball. So I, 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 uh, it brings me to a game when, uh, during Ericsson's last year, it was home to Newcastle. We lost 1-0 Joe Linton looking world-class because he yeah. you know was playing Tottenham. Uh, Ericsson was on the bench. So all we had were players who played in midfield, played side to side, side to side. There were no runners at all because it's almost like it's pointless. They're not going to find me. It's just wasted energy. As soon as Ericsson came on, Sun, Kane, and whoever else was playing on the wing started running. The problem was Newcastle was so deep because they had a one 0 yeah. win, one uh, 0 lead. So I, I, I think I think it's just that. I think the fact that he doesn't know where the ball's going to come from and he's got no confidence that someone's going to be able to find him. What's the point in running? Because it's just wasted energy, and then might need that later. Yeah. Um, which if you get a playmaker in or, or the, exactly the same tactics as uh, Jose, Kane, drop deep, you get in the space, he'll start running again, I think. But, um, yeah, c- a couple of uh, comments here. <laughs> Steve Featley, hope you're well. Hope you recover from yeah, the last North well, London yeah. derby. That was months ago, Stephen. We've moved on from that. Yeah, uh, get over uh, it, yeah. mate. Get over <laughs> it. Yeah. I, I hope you're well, Stephen. Hope you're well. Yeah, probably well. well, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> Brian McFarlane, how you doing? Don't think right. Nuno has it in him to go out and attack United, and yeah, I'm fifty-fifty on that. I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. Uh, and Craig, uh, the fans have yeah, seen Nuno making a make a sub against Burnley. It's frustration amongst the fans that Nuno's management will definitely make their voice heard against Man United if we are too negative. And, and on that point, Bob, it's a cliche, but it's said in pretty much every every game. The first goal is huge. If if Man United get it, like Craig says there. The fans could turn on Nuno on the team if we get it based and and if we get it and we see that Man United are as open as they have been, I can mm. see White uh, White Hart Lane or whatever it's called now White Hart Lane. being prop being hugely loud again and then getting yeah. right behind the team. Mm. Um, but the I mean, KFC I'm... Stadium. <laughs> no, man, I'm what, do you think, what do you think about that, Bob? Do you think <laughs> so the first goal is that important? I, I, do you see the fans turning on Nuno if 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 we get um bad thing Adam said here, like Nuno's allergic to subs. Yeah, yeah. I, I think we've got we've got to remember Man United are gonna be short of, short of confidence as well. The fact they've not been playing well. I think who was it? One of the players came out and said, Yeah, it's been coming. This hmm. the, the, that that skulls, was, wasn't it after at Atlanta? I, I think it was one of the Man United players actually came out and said oh. we could see it coming. <laughs> so uh, they are short of confidence. Um we need to go out all out attacking. We've got creative mm. players in Lacelso and Dembele, but yeah, I will shave my head if 
we go uh, <laughs> if we go out <laughs> if we go out all out all out attacking because I can't see it. I don't see it in, yeah. in Nuno's. But that's the way uh, to approach selection. this, though, isn't it? it is, even if Man United make a tactical yeah. tweaks, like you say, they're, they're going to be short of confidence. If, if if we go out attacking and have a few shots in the first couple of minutes, open them up a couple of times. It doesn't matter if he's made tactical tweaks and yeah. everything like that. It's going to say to them, oh, my God, here we go again. But no, 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 like Adam says, I'm no. not sure. Uh, sorry, like Ryan says, I'm not sure that's Nuno's thinking. Yeah, And I'm not uh, sure Nuno is it's fortune favours the brave, and I'm not sure Nuno shares that. I'm, I think Nuno's more of a, oh, I can't think of a word, conservative manager rather than that's the biggest fear uh, Chris if we score first right and it's an <laughs> early goal right and, and we're going to sit back and let Manchester United attack us and you know we've done that so many times while letting teams attack us while they build their confidence being attacking us right and they surely score the goal and sometimes if they score the goal the, the equaliser the second goal is coming we always see that right so if we get the first goal and Nuno goes all out and try to get the second or the third goal or the fourth goal, right? That's what we want to see. But yeah. we have not seen that in, in our intent. Time. Our intent against Chelsea in that first half was brilliant. Our mindset, yeah. our intent. Yeah. Was, yes, we didn't create any chances. We we, we 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 didn't we didn't have any one on ones. We could have scored a, a couple if if the last pass was great or. Um, if the last ditch tackle didn't come in, but our intent, our intent should yes. be like that, regardless if we score or not, on every single home game. Sp the teams aren't coming to Spurs now. For me, it's always be White Hart Lane. They're not coming to White Hart Lane and thinking, "Shit, we're going to have a really tough start to to the game." They're not thinking that anymore. Um, yeah. And and the fact we were so attacking against Chelsea may, uh, surprised us. Just shows where we are. We shouldn't be surprised. We, we, we should be <laughs> expecting that against every team when we play at home. Uh, but the fact we're we? all like, wow, this is unbelievable. This is just so unexpected. Just shows where we are with um, uh, a mediocre manager and not average, average players, unfortunately. That's pretty and much big, you and echo Chris, what Vines yeah. says there. Keep going back to what Bob says. Nuno's mediocre. So the players, barring maybe two. So what yeah. do we expect? Sad but true. And then Jay Ashraf, as I said, we will not go out guns go out all guns blazing. Nuno's not shown this. Rashford, Greenwood, Ronaldo, etc. will come at yeah. us. But you know, all going all, all guns blazing, Eugene, is uh, what Levy promised us. We're going back to our room, yeah, you, going back to the Tottenham way. We'll now we're you know, and now oh, we're surprised yeah. that we're going well, to try Chris, and don't don't, don't don't go there, Chris. Levy has promised us a lot of things. Levy yeah, land, you, the museum. You said tongue in cheek, right? But yeah, uh, uh, you, you were gonna right. say something no. earlier and I kind of cut you off. I I do apologise. Uh, no, no. but what I'm saying is right. my biggest fear is, again, we might be going back to the, you know, we only can play one half. We perform mm -hmm. in the first half and we screw up in the second half, right? Or yeah. we screw up in the first half and start performing in the second half, which is already too late, right? <laughs> uh, no consistency, right? That's the uh, scary part of it. Uh, like what Bobby is saying is that we do need to have that kind of mentality to go in, that to have that, you know, that we have at least that, We'll call it the desire, the intent, right? To go forward, to do something with the ball, right? And what's been seen lately, you know, I've putting Nuno on a three-strike kind of system. He's already got two down, right? So I'm going to see maybe the Manchester United game might be the one 
get gives him his third strike and that's when i will start to change and start saying that you know i think we have to get nuno out but it comes down to again right if we get nuno out who's going to come in right a lot of uh we call a lot of the uh, tweet, uh social media we call noise out there saying that they would rather have mason in right at least mason showed a certain kind of attacking football you know mm-hmm. that our spurs dna that it showed right but with nuno right like you're saying levy promising us all these things right but you know come on you know levy never keep his promise so well i, I think the whole managerial thing is is I've been saying it since Nuno got the job. He was free, so it cost Levy nothing apart from yeah. wage. He got a two-year contract. Pochettino went after, got an extension for two years. So in two years' time, Nuno's contract is up. So is Poch's. So basically, New, uh, Levy gets a manager out, gets a manager in with zero compensation paid. So I, I still maintain that if if if, if Nuno gets fired be mason because then it's a caretaker manager there's still no contract there you can get rid of him for no uh cost uh as and when he wants um but yeah um craig here said uh, <coughs> uh dan kilpatrick wrote an article about el sacchio and said there's not much cool. mm. not as much pressure on nuno so there isn't high expectations for him mm. he said rebuild taking time I read you know, that. Isn't long term mm. and yeah yeah and, and, I still think I still maintain until it proves not true in a year and a half now that Pochettino is back in a year and a half, and and the, the fact that um, they kept Mbappe, I mean they can afford to turn down two hundred million, but the fact that they decided to turn down two hundred million and they've got Messi, Mbappe, uh, Neymar up top shows they want to win that Champions League now, and then yeah, I, I still think he's back, but um, I mean Bob. Is it time for a Kane performance, A? And do you think the time has come against the Man United team who, like we all say, are struggling on confidence? Um, and, and in terms of attacking, does that come from Nuno? Or can the players take it upon themselves to go, this team are here for the taking? You, you mentioned about Ronaldo. Ronaldo will swap over if the, the space is over on the other side. Uh, but he's obviously the, the, the top of the top. He, he, he's above Kane in terms of that. Um so he probably has a bit of a license to do that. But in terms of Kane, is it time for a Kane performance? Does Nuno need to change how we play? Because it stands to reason Mo Salah is the best player in the world on form at the moment. But if Liverpool decided to play defensive football, he's nowhere near. Liverpool play to his strengths. Um, so do you think Kane will put in a performance? Do you think it's time he puts in a performance? And do you think Nuno and, and the fact that how Man United line up and are struggling will allow Kane to put in a performance? Mm. Any other any other player who's had nine always oh, well, he, he missed the first few games, but he's had a run of poor games. Would be uh, me personally, and I'm sure there's many other fans, a lot more fans saying right, he'd be out the he'd be out the team right now. The fact is, we don't have any backup. Um, he has to play. Secondly, if there's anyone who's going to turn it round, anyone who can get a hat trick against Man United, it's going to be Kane. He's our best player. He's our best striker in in in, in the world. If uh, uh, so, um, yeah, I mean, you you play Kane. In an ideal world, you want to say to him, Kane, go away, a couple of weeks, don't think about football. Enjoy your family and, and, and have that extra break that you've already fucking had anyway. But go away um, <laughs> for, for a couple of weeks, don't think about football, come back and let's go. Then let's have a recharge and then let's let, let's go. Clear your mind. But we can't do that. Who do, who do we play? So, um just going back to what um, uh, Craig said with regards to, uh, it, uh, uh, you know, what the club uh, uh, supposedly have said, you know, it's a long-term project and 
and it's going to take a, a lot longer. Again, it's it's all over the place. You know, it's going to take time. Then if it's going to take time, and if Nuno is the man who's going to take us into a rebuild, why give him a two-year contract? Mm. It's um, I don't know. I, I just can't work out what what the what the board what the what the club are trying to do. If Nuno is going to be given um, if uh, the full backing, am I comfortable giving a, a manager who's come from a mid-table team and finished eighth or whatever that much money to help the rebuild uh, uh, Tottenham Hotspur Football Club? I don't know if I would. So, um, yeah, it's, it, it is all cool. Kane needs to play better. Nuno needs to change his tactics. The players need to know that Man United are there for the taking. There are a team who are, are low in confidence. Dr. Tottenham needs to go on holiday because there's every chance he might come up. But, um, yeah, there's, there's, there's a bigger picture. and um, But you have to play Kane, man. He's one of, he is our best player. I still believe that. He's better than, than Sonny. I really do believe that. A fully fit, on-form Kane is one of the best strikers in the world. And we're so lucky to have him. I've never changed my... T- I totally disagree with what he did, but I still stand by the fact that he is, for me, our best player and one of the best players in, 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 in the world. And he needs... To, the only way he can start showing it is sorting himself out, Nuno getting the tactics right, and, and us playing a formation where it helps him. So, um, yeah, Kane needs to show up, but there's a, a bigger picture of how he gets there. Collective bigger picture. Yeah. What do you think, Eugene? Do you think it'll be it's time for him to show up? And do you think he will show up? I mean, you couldn't on paper have a better game, could you? A team who are conceding uh, out of many goals, regardless of how they line up on Saturday. But yeah, yeah I mean, do, do you think he'll be looking at this now because he knows he's going to play like yeah. Bob says and go, "Oh, I can get my season back on track here." Uh, uh, Chris, uh, I agree uh, completely with, with what Bob has said, right? But the sad part is, right, we've been waiting for Kane to show up for the past five games. That's the sad part, right? Uh, I love Kane. Uh, he is true and true Tottenham. But uh, whatever has happened to him, like I said, it's just a plain mental problem that he has. He's maybe he has a mental block that he's stuck. And I think somehow or another that's affecting Sonny too. Right, I can see it. Their partnership has like has no more understanding that they used to have uh, last season. But the thing is that uh, this partnership understanding was really waning in the early early part of last. Uh, sorry, uh, the what called uh, early early twenty twenty one January, right before the, the the current season started, when Jose started to you know not like lose faith in the club. Because he didn't get any of his January transfers through, right? Uh, and when Jose lost it, and after when Jose got sacked, right, I think that what I call partnership broke down. And at the moment now, uh, in the beginning of the season, maybe Sonny was thinking Kane was is not going to be here. He's going to leave, and all of a sudden he's here again. So that has put some kind of damper into Sonny, right? Uh, don't forget, before Kane was playing, who was scoring the goals? Albeit, even though one goal a game or, or, or something like that, right? But he, Sony was the one carrying us, and we do see that uh, whenever Sony is not around, we don't tend to perform as we want to perform, right? And when Kane is not around, we still can do without him. But I really, really want him to turn up 
we all do want him to turn up. Deep down inside, we still love him, right? Like what Bobby said, no matter what happened, right? If he starts scoring a hat-trick every two or three games, all be forgotten, right? The glory will be back for Kane. But the thing is that somehow or another, he can't get, at, he can't get into that gear now. So I do not know whether it's the manager's issue. His tactics are not there to suit his style of play, right? Which is, yeah. I'm seeing uh, what Nuno is doing now. is trying to suit Kane's style of play. Remember, in the beginning, we were playing 4-3-3, 4-3-3. We all were going up and down. Why are we still doing this? And we are not getting result, you know? Kane is coming back too deep, right? And in the Burnley game, I saw that too. Even though we played the 4-2-3-1, Kane somehow doesn't get his service. He runs back deep to try to be the creative part. But when he looks up, there's nobody forward again. See? And, and if you're mentally think... not there as well, Eugene, if yeah. you're mentally not there and you're thinking, oh, whatever. I mean, he needs to get over it. I mean, I know it's yeah. as simple as it is. He needs yeah. to fucking get over it. He's there and he's there for the long term. But <laughs> when you're mentally not there and you're disheartened and then you're playing in a team that doesn't isn't playing to your attributes and they're not attacking like they used to and they're not taking making uh, the most of your abilities, uh, then of, it's, it's just going to it's just gonna escalate, isn't it? It's just a domino mm. effect of of not wanting to be there, uh, having to stay the build there. Up, yeah. yeah, so so it is a combination of things. And, and it's going to be hard, but Kane can do it. Kane can do it. We saw glimpses in that Newcastle game that when he's on yeah. form, there, there, is no, there is no better mm. player. The way he took that ball down when he had Clark right behind him, one mm. way, and winning that foul, that for me said more to me about what Harry Kane's about than him you know, doing those 60 yard passes and shooting from all angles. That's Kane. That's, that's his, that's what his game is. Yeah. And I keep on saying, man, for me, he's, he's one of the world's best players, not just strikers, but players in the world. We're so lucky to have him at our club and we need to show him that. They say, they say there's not one player who's bigger than the club, but right now Kane is bigger than the team. He's one player that mm. won on form in the team, making us successful, making himself successful. He is the best player we've got and we need to take advantage of We're so lucky that we've got him. Um, and the board and the, and the, and the club and, and the manager need to show show that. Show that. You know, Nuno gets asked about Kane. Oh, yeah, he's, he's all right. He's just like any... No, he should be saying we're so lucky we've got him. We're, we're, he's one of the best strikers in the world. We need to feed him more. We need to, you know, big him up. Even even Kane, I know he's not relying on 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 uh, praises left, right, and centre because he's a confident player. But it wouldn't go amiss if if Nuno did did big him up on on the other occasion, mm. even if he's playing shit. Because, um, like I say, he is bigger than our team right now. He's too good for our team, and we should be taking advantage of the fact that he's still here. Him and Sonny. Him and yeah. Sonny are uh, world class. We're we're lucky we've got world class players. We just yeah. need to show that. We need to when you show that. I mean, it goes back to what you said earlier, Bob. Should should be building a team around him, not not necessarily the whole. Well, in, in terms of the attacking threat, yeah. it needs yeah. to be built around Kane and Son. What are they good at? What 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 allows them to be that good? That's what our attacking needs to be because that gets the best out of him, and that it's not the case, but. Uh, Craig has uh, said, uh, it's a cliche, but it's true. Form is temporary, class is permanent. Home 100%. game against United with a loud crowd behind him could be enough for Kane to come good. 100%. I really hope so. Uh, yeah. Jay Ashraf, uh, 
I'd maybe drop Kane to the bench, go back to the formation against City game, then bring Kane on a sub. I mean, we played well in that City game, but I mean, that's never going to happen. He's not going to drop Kane, I don't no. think. And Darrell's made a request pretty much. Uh, when is Eileen Drury a special guest? I need some healing. If, if someone can give me a Twitter handle, I'll ask her if she comes. Shall on we try that? Darrell, I'll invite yeah. you we'll, on. We'll, <laughs> we'll make that a mission within the Spurs family to get Eileen Drury on one of our channels. Who's that, Bobby? Yeah. Um, she was Glenn she, Hoddle's... She's the faith healer. Yeah, faith the... healer. Glenn Hoddle's faith healer. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I now remember, so, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. Love her. That would be interesting. That would be interesting, Chris. Yeah. Well, if someone can give me a Twitter handle, I'll see if I can get her on. And then, uh, yeah. We'll get Daryl on as well. Yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah absolutely. Uh, Daryl seems to need it. So, yeah, if you yeah, can get him on, yeah. Daryl, let me know your details. And I'll drop the link over to you. <laughs> yeah. um, last questions. These are United questions, really, but it obviously um, relates to us. Eugene, is Ollie fired if Spurs win? And, and if Spurs win well? I mean, I was speaking to a couple of United fans on Rich Sports TV, uh, TV channel, YouTube channel. If you if you don't watch that and subscribe Response, to that, yeah. subscribe to him. Um they were saying that him and uh, uh, Kieran, uh, they've got a, a, a Champions League game after us and then Man City, so and then an international break. So if he was yeah. going to be fired, it would be during the international break because you don't want a new manager coming in in the first game as a derby. True, true. But, I mean, yeah. do, do you think if we win, it that's the final final nail? And like like they were saying yesterday, they'll wait until the international break that the mind has been made up or do you think the mind's been made up already or do you think like last year after we batted them 6-1 it's going to be a, a you know kind of coming together moment and then they go on a bit of a run mm -hmm. uh they've already been battered by liverpool right that's already mm -hmm. part one okay and if we do batter them and they don't show any kind of uh heart in playing because to tell you if we batter them right i think ollie will be in real real deep trouble uh and he will be getting the axe i think after the uh i mean during the international break at the yeah. moment uh, of course a lot of mu fans are saying that <clears throat> if we do sack ollie now who's going to take over mm. okay who's going to take over the uh the atalanta game all right no no yeah we, 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 <laughs> yeah, no, no, right. and then and we'll get ollie, right, Bobby? Runner, but, yeah, we will get when we'll get ollie <laughs> <laughs> nah. i think no, if, we're if going you, Oh, we're going to, oh, yeah, I forgot about Bruce too. I yeah. mean, if we got Ollie, at least we'd attack. We wouldn't have a, a defense, yeah. really, but at least we'd attack. Yeah, but, um... yeah, yeah, yeah. But now nah, I'm saying uh, for fans to always be hopping to get managers out, you know, it's, it's always the trend. You get what I'm saying? When it happens, everybody will just jump onto the boat and yeah, yeah, we have to get him out, you know. But uh, someone other, uh, like I've been saying, uh, Ronaldo has come out to say that he's got Ollie's back, but I do not know whether it's correct or not. Or maybe Ronaldo is seen as a legend and don't want to, you know, yeah, push push that 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 button too much. Sense of loyalty, uh, isn't there? Yeah, the sense of loyalty, you know, the camaraderie and all that. But uh, there's a lot of news coming out from the squad that they are not happy with Ole. So, uh, and furthermore, I think Sir Alex has come out to say that he's supporting him, right? So I guess he still has their support. But if they do lose the next three matches, I think he'll be gone. Okay, uh, if it starts with us. Uh, that will be the first nail, right? Then if they do lose to, uh, in the European uh, Champions League game, then it'll be a second nail. And I have to tell the truth, deep down inside, I don't see them beating M-City anyway, right? So international break is going to be, you know, we'll find out then. But like, you know, a lot of rumours going around, Conte is going to come in, right? But if you turn that around to us, Chris, 
what happens if we lose to MU, lose to Vitesse, right? And then who's the next one we play? Leeds. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Right. Uh, yeah. Imagine. We, we've got, got a Twitter handle, there. so there we go. you can yeah. come on. Yeah, uh, yeah uh, that's a good point Eugene makes there, Bob. Uh, we talk about Oli getting fired, but, you know, it could be the other way around if we end up getting a bit of a beating here against a team that we should be beating on current form. Uh, and then Vitesse, which uh, I'm not sure if that puts us out of the conference league, but it makes it extremely difficult to then get through. But, uh, yeah, do you, do you think it's a game of two managers here? Like, you know, it's... Um, or do you think one's in a better position than the other? I think um, a heavy defeat to either manager is beginning of the end, if not the end. If Oli, if Matt, if we batter Man United, and I don't know, the, the scoreline 4-0 keeps on coming back. I don't know why, but 4 0 if, if, to us, to us, I'll, I'll oh. never, <laughs> 41 yeah. years, I've never <laughs> predicted the Spurs loss. Just imagine if they'd come all true. Um, but. Yeah. <laughs> If Ollie loses 4 0 against Spurs, I think he's going to get sacked. You can't lose 4 2 against Leicester. And then the new manager's first game is the derby. It might be a temporary till till the um, mm. till the uh, international break. It gives them enough time to get someone in for that international break to come in and, mm. and do something rather than have, uh, you know do loads of few things. But yeah, for me, if Oli loses heavily, I think a 1-0 defeat, fair enough. But if he loses heavily against Spurs, I think he'll be gone. I think he'll actually go to the board and say, it's big, too big for me. I love this club too much. Please, can we have a mutual consent, consent. Uh, a parting of ways? Um, yeah, I just I just don't think you can't lose 4-2, 5-0, 4-0, whatever it is. Yeah consecutively and, and keep your job at Man United. There's a legendary status there, which, there, but there is that line. And I think by losing against a game to Spurs heavily, and everyone knows Spurs haven't been great this season, to then lose heavily against Spurs uh, as well, I just think it makes his position untenable. Um, mm. I'd be surprised if he didn't get the sack afterwards. With regards to Nuno, if we lose heavily at home, again, all the Nuno outers will come out and start shouting again. They've, you know, they seem to have gone away uh, because we won against a, a very poor Burnley side. Um, but um, it, with with um, with Nuno, he's reflecting exactly what our border right now. An ambitious, no mind, no attacking mindset, no intent, lethargic, no warmth. He's exactly what the border right now. So. Um, Unless there's going to be a change up there, there's no point having a change down there. That was no innuendo, sexual innuendo there. Uh, <laughs> I, did, uh, I, I do mean if there's no, no one change. said anything, We're all perverts. Um, but <laughs> if there's no change from above, there's no point, absolutely no point of making any change managerial-wise at Spurs because it doesn't need to change at management yeah. level. We all know where the changes, be it mentality-wise uh, or position or, or, or personnel-wise, where the changes need to be made at the club. That's a whole new show, whole different show. 
that's a whole different show, Bobby. Craig, Craig seems to think you're channeling uh, you know, Eileen. So, Darrell, if you really need some help, we can't get Eileen on. Bob is your man. To help yeah, that's it. That's it, Craig. That's it, Craig. <laughs> yeah, last question, Eugene. Obviously, Ronaldo was the big, big marquee signing that they made. Uh, but Carragher went on record on Sky Monday Night Football or whatever it was, saying it's a better signing for the Premier League than Man United. And before he came, they were, they were doing quite well. Popper was assisting, I think he had four in one game, but he was well at the top of the charts in that. Ronaldo then comes in, and they've got all these strikers up top. They were saying to me yesterday on Rich Sports that even Cavani tracks back and closes people down and chases things, where Ronaldo doesn't. So they've gone from a team who... A pressing, and as we know, the press only works if every single player does yeah. it. If one person stops doing it, the whole chain breaks. Um, and with Ronaldo, Bob mentions it with Kane, but <laughs> if you've got Ronaldo in your team, really, you have to play. Um, so do you think it's kind of messed up their rhythm a bit and their, their team shape? And uh, you mentioned earlier, I think it was, with the egos now starting to creep in. Do you think it's been a brilliant signing in terms of like a nostalgia, similar to our Bale one last year? But it's been a complete detriment to the team for United, and and that's potentially why they're they're all over the place, and shape is all over the place, and that's why teams are carving them open at the moment. Albeit, it's what possibly the best player to have ever played the game that they fought in. Yeah, uh, to say whether it's a good or bad signing, I I really can't judge it at the moment, right? But uh, you have Ronaldo in your team, you have a chance to score, to get the goals. That's one thing, right? Yeah. Don't forget, he he did score the, against Atalanta. You know, they were two zero down, and he did bring back the win, right? But uh, when Ronaldo went to MU, I was already saying, can I was already in my mind thinking, can Ole handle all the egos there? You know, the egos between mm -hmm. Pogba and you know Pogba's ego is really big, right? Now you bring a Ronaldo in, and Ronaldo's ego is like mega big, right? So will he be able to handle it? And I think now we see that he he can't. So for all you know. What Pogba did uh, against Liverpool is that he did did Oli a favor by getting the red card, so he won't be in the next three games, right? He won't be able to play. So Oli can do something with Ronaldo, with not actually have to think about Pogba's ego. Hmm. It could be a positive thing for Ole, but good signing or bad signing, hard to say because Ronaldo does bring in the goals, but he doesn't does he doesn't follow up with his defensive work, right? So, if Olo had a bit of gonads, right? You, you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> Most probably, he shouldn't start him. Put him on a bench, make him an impact player, right? Let the first 60 to 70 minutes be the pressing game until the time comes where you're going for the win, bring on Ronaldo. Maybe he has mm. to change his tactics, right? But like I say, the ego is there. When the ego wants to play, the ego will play. That's all. Because he's bigger than all, you know, based on football-wise. Unless you say Sir Alex is there, then Ronaldo maybe accept all, uh, Sir Alex's decision, right? But Ole is there. You know, it's it's coming back to something like our Kane and Nuno scenario. You get what I'm saying? Hmm. That's all, right? More or less. Good signing, bad signing. End of the season, we'll find out. But hmm. I think it does put a bit of a chink in their armour. Uh, put a bit of, you know, it's like our, our, come to our saga, Kane leaving, not leaving, leaving, not leaving, leaving, not leaving in there and day. We thought he's leaving. Mule thinks he's leaving. Son thinks he's leaving. Half the squad thinks he's leaving. Then he's here. So, <laughs> the plans are all gone. 
You, you get what I'm saying? So, yeah. uh, come back to it again. Uh, for me at the moment, it looks like a good signing because he's been putting some goals that actually pulling them through, some, getting, getting them some results in the Champions League based on the Champions League, right? But in the Premier League, it's not working out too well for him. That's all. Yeah, what, what do you think, Bob? Good or bad signing? And also, it came completely out of the blue. So do you yeah. think they actually thought we need Ronaldo, we'll go get him? Or do you think it was... Because I think there's a truth to this uh, a little bit. that He was basically brought in to stop City getting him. Well, that's that's my question to, to both of you. And, and I think it's about 12, 13 people watching. Is, is was Ronaldo bought because they needed him, or mm. did they buy Ronaldo because they had to? Did they need to, or mm. did they uh, did they did they have to? Because I think they didn't need him. I mean, Sancho's become a non-entity now. You yeah. know, he, he's, he, he was supposed to be the big thing. I wonder how he's feeling. He came in with, with all the fanfare. <laughs> they had to wait wait a year to get him. It finally come in, and there's no mention of him. Suddenly, it's all about Ronaldo, and he isn't playing well, and that's going to play on your mind as well. Knowing full well, you've got, in my eyes, the best player in the world, better than Messi, um, <laughs> uh, playing playing for playing for Man United. Um, any other manager would would be able to fit in a, a Ronaldo. Any team in the world should sure. be able to fit in a, a Ronaldo. Um, it just shows Oli's capabilities and abilities as a, as a manager. Um, talk of Oh, if Conte was in charge, Ronaldo would be the first person he dropped. I don't think so. I think you'd look at Ronaldo being the best player in the world and think, you know what? Our, his ability, Conte's ability, uh, would be would allow him to build a team that would suit yeah. Ronaldo. And I'm Great sorry. Assistant. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sorry. If, if Oli goes to Ronaldo, say, mate, you know, when this happens, on this instance, you will need to track back and do something is a lot different to Conte going to Ronaldo and saying, when that happens, you make sure you're in this position because we need cover. He'll listen to Conte. I guarantee yeah. you will listen to Conte. Ole coming, coming from Ole. I don't know if it has the same effect. The, the other thing with that is if he doesn't listen to Conte, Conte is not one to go, exactly. oh, you're Ronaldo, I can't drop you. It's just get out of my sight. Where's Ollie? Not sure. But Craig, Craig's made yeah. a good point here, which I didn't think about. Uh, the Ronaldo signing. It seemed a bit yeah. of appeasing the fans after their protest, you know, that the, yeah. the whole ESL well, uh, and everything else is going on best bringing one of our legends. Yeah, yeah. I think, no, I think they've done that already, though, didn't they? That with Varane, yeah. with the Sancho. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think yeah. that they... they the fans would have no. been pleased with, with that, with, with just them yeah. too. But Bobby, the fans would go crazy if Ronaldo went to M City. Don't forget that part. Yeah, too. exactly, mm -hmm. mate. Yeah, yeah. That's true. The fans, their fans would go crazy. You know, they would be protesting like crazy. But you know, M City uh, in the beginning, if they didn't get Harry right, they were looking for an out striker, and Ronaldo was one of their main target. Which is, I think, what M C did did was very smart. Put out that interest there. And MU can't let Ronaldo go to MCT, right? They will have to snatch him up. So when they snatch yeah. him up, they tie down funds for MU to go and buy another bigger player. Simple as that. All tactical. It's all tactical. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Uh, it remains to be seen, like like Eugene says, if he benches him, I'm not sure he will. I think it's exactly like Kane. You don't drop Kane, you don't drop Ronaldo. So I, I hope Oli plays in exactly the same way as he did against Liverpool. I just can't see it because I, I, I can't see how you can lose 
that open play to Leicester, then at Atlanta, they obviously got away with that with Ronaldo's two goals. Yeah. And then Liverpool getting absolutely destroyed. Um, I just can't see him doing that again. But like we've said, we have to go out and attack them. Just If, if for nothing else, just to see what they're made of after their fairly poor losses. But uh, final thoughts, uh, Eugene. Uh, predictions for the game? 0-0. Uh, Grab draw. Both teams <laughs> score, right? We can't score. So they'll, they'll, they'll play the game in the middle of the field running around. Left, right, left, right, left, right. <laughs> uh, I don't think so that'll happen, uh, especially with the attacking power of MU, right? Uh, if we do win, I think we'll scrap it at 1-0, right? Uh, if not, it could be ending up a 2-2 draw or something like that. To me, I would love a 1-0 against MU, right? And that will still keep uh, Oli in the wheel. So, 1 0 Spurs. Excellent. Yeah. And uh, Bob, I, I think a lot of depends on how Man United approach. If they're that open, Sun Kane could have, and Undon Bele could have a field day. If they're not, it's going to be a real tight game and could be, like Eugene says, one goal in it who decides yeah. who wins. But uh, your predictions for the game? Although I've predicted a Spurs win for 41 years every single game. I have to say there's no reason for me to change that. 4-0 Spurs. Come on! Uh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Come on. My Island Jury has worked. See? See? It's all in there. It's all in there. It's 4-0 because you've said it like that. You need to be allowed in the dressing room for every game and do some kind of rousing team talk before. But, uh, That's yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry, guys. I'm going back with passion. We'll win. <laughs> Well, it's your fault because you had a shave. It's your fault. You oh, no. After it. after the West Ham game, I shaved. Oh, then right. The okay. game we won. So <laughs> it's the, grow, the growing part, back. right? Not the keeping part. Yeah, it's the growing part. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, we've run out of time, unfortunately. Um, you know, we, we, it remains to be seen on uh, tomorrow evening and then when we uh, have the next pop, uh, we're, we're, Eugene, on, Eugene on, we, we know we're not to ask Chris for a... No, I can't. Because he's a... It's not It's not. just that. It's uh, Every time I predict Spurs win, because I'm yeah, like you, Bob, I, I can't predict a Spurs loss. And the other thing is, if I'm right and I haven't been to Labbrooks, I've lost out on them. <laughs> I just can't. Yeah. Well, yeah. do, do uh, what my cousin does. My cousin's a big Spurs fan, fan, and he always puts a tenner on Spurs to lose. Yeah, I can't because he goes because Because he goes, look, if, if, if we win, I'm happy. And if we lose, I'm quids in. So um, yeah. it's a win-win situation. So he's yeah, done that. But then, but then, in a way, when you lose, you're, you're, you, you, there's a slight bit of happiness. I can't be happy in any way, yeah. shape, or form. <laughs> um, but yeah, he's Indian. We're all tight, mate. So that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't bet anymore. <laughs> Quit that uh, long cheers, time ago. cheers, guys. Thank. Uh, Thanks so much yeah. for coming on. As always, yeah. always welcome on. Uh, before you go, if anyone missed it or hasn't seen it in the description. Uh, Eugene, Spurs You Asian TV or YouTube channel, uh, obviously yeah, on YouTube, YouTube channel, where Spurs can people Vision. find it? And uh, yeah, tell us a bit about it. Uh, Spurs Vision TV, I'm back, right? Having my Wi-Fi back. This Sunday, we'll be doing a, at least a minimum three-hour show. Haven't done that. Show. Supposed to have a crazy stream last week, but uh, lost the Wi-Fi. So. But uh, two shows a week, the midweek show, Wednesdays, more or less during about 2.30 p.m. GMT. Uh, that will now equate to about 9.30 p.m. Malaysian time. The rest of the times, so you guys figure it out because of daylight saving, right? And of course, uh, now with the uh, show coming up on Sunday, it'll be 1 p.m. GMT. 
that will be about 9 p.m. Uh, Malaysian time and Manila time, where Jamie, my co-host, is. There, you guys figure out the East yeah. Eastern time and the Indian time and all that. Uh, hope to see you guys there. And hopefully, we have a positive show on Sunday. That's mm -hmm. the most important thing, right? I don't want to be ranting and screaming and shouting. <laughs> no again. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, just quick message from Craig. Uh, cheers, Craig. And thanks so much for getting in touch yeah. uh, and joining in in the uh, comments. Bob, Bob Spur TV. If people don't know about that, where can they find it? Yeah, Bob Spur TV on YouTube. Uh, having a couple of weeks off at the moment. Not doing a Saturday show because I'll be pissed. Um, uh, but Party we'll, tomorrow. But rather than do a day after the day before show on Sunday, I'll probably go on to Eugene's on sunday to give uh, for a mm -hmm. few for, for a few minutes for uh, an hour or so talk about uh saturday's game and probably do my show on the monday afternoon um but yeah more importantly this is the channel that everyone needs to subscribe to very yep. underrated get chris's numbers up fantastic yep. preview shows um and uh, a regular on on our shows as well so um yep. yeah onwards and upwards uh definitely this is the uh this is channels to subscribe and, and thanks to everyone in, yeah. in the comments as, a, as always craig's always there with his yeah, uh craig's always a big supporter and, and faz and traff uh, everyone yeah that's right yeah excellent yeah. cheers guys and yeah cheers for everybody who uh, has watched and will watch on the uh, replays will listen on the uh, podcast and uh, added comments in uh, hit the like hit the subscribe uh, you've got the notification bell there as well which will give you notifications when we're going live um, and yeah, when you've done that, go to Spurs Eurasian TV, Bob Spur TV, there in the description. Uh, made it easy for you. It's the YouTube link. It's not like go to this uh, uh, Twitter channel and then find the link there. I've given you the link, so there's no excuse there. Um, but yeah, I'll be back Monday. Hopefully a positive uh, stream. I haven't had too many of them this season. Uh, so let, 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 Please just let's have one. Let's have a good win. United are there for the taking. United are there for the taking if we approach it professionally don't count our chickens and think that we've won already and then attack a team that are conceding goals uh, so yeah. yeah they're there for the taking so let's just let's just take them and get Kane back on form Sun on form and get our attacking play back in or back on track so yeah I'll be back on Monday uh, until then come on you Spurs leave you out leave you out leave you out leave you out Thank you so much for watching, for everybody who participated in the live chat and added comments. Before you go, please make sure you hit that like and subscribe button. Anybody who couldn't watch the live video, you can still catch us on YouTube. Add any comments, suggestions or questions to the comments section on the video. Anybody who's listened to the audio-only podcast, thank you so much for listening. Anybody who wants the audio-only podcast, you can get this wherever you get your podcast from. Alternatively, if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you'll find all the information there. We'll be back soon. We're live Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12, UK time. Until then, come on, you Spurs!